0: Welcome to Nations of the World podcast series, where we explore a different nation of the world in each episode. Our aim is to bring you, the listener, on an audio journey to discover interesting facts that make each country unique. Welcome to Azerbaijan. This is Segment 1, Bare Bones. Location In the South Caucasus region of Eurasia. The people are known as Azerbaijani. The official name is Republic of Azerbaijan. Azer means fire, and the country is also known as the land of fire. This refers to the naturally occurring surface fires on ancient oil pools or from natural gas discharges. It has been said that the people living in the area thousands of years ago worshipped fire as their god. The capital is Baku. Land size. It is 86,600 square kilometers, or 33,436 square miles. It is about three-quarters the size of the state of Pennsylvania, or slightly smaller than the state of Maine in the United States. Population. 10,282,283. Official language. Azerbaijani, also referred to azeri there is no official religion the currency is manat the flag it has three equal horizontal bands of sky blue on the top red in the middle and green on the bottom there's a crescent which opens to the right with an eight-pointed star just to the right of it these are centered on the red band the blue band represents the turkic heritage The red stands for modernization and progress, and the green refers to Islam. The crescent moon and star are a Turkic insignia. The eight star points represent the eight Turkic peoples in the world. National Symbols The Flames of Fire Form of Government Presidential Republic Segment 2. Heart of the Nation Geography and Climate Historically, the name Azerbaijan refers to a larger region that formed part of Persia, or Iran. It is located at the boundary of Eastern Europe and Western Asia. It is part of the Caucasus region and is bounded by the Caspian Sea to the east, Russia to the north, Georgia to the northwest, Armenia and Turkey to the west, and Iran to the south. It includes the exclave of Nakhchivan, Autonomous Republic, and the Nagorno-Karabakh region. It is 400 kilometers from north to south and 500 kilometers from east to west. The climate is subtropical in the eastern and central parts. In the mountainous regions, the climate is alpine-like. The southeastern section of the country has a humid, subtropical climate. The average temperature in the capital Baku in July, is 25 degrees Celsius, or 77 degrees Fahrenheit. In January, the average temperature is 4 degrees Celsius, or 39 degrees Fahrenheit. The average rainfall for most of the country is only about 15 to 25 centimeters, or 6 to 10 inches. However, at the highest elevations of the Caucasus and in the Lankaran lowlands, Annual rainfall can exceed 100 centimeters or 39 inches. Azerbaijan is divided between extreme mountains and lowlands. The Greater Caucasus Mountains cover the north part of the country, carving out beautiful gorges and streams in the landscape. It contains the country's highest peak, Mount Bazaduzi, at 14,652 feet or 4,466 meters. In the southwest, the Lesser Caucasus Mountains cross the land, stretching out into Armenia, reaching a summit of almost 13,000 feet. In the far south, the Talish Mountains help to form the border with Iran. The rest of the country is comprised of lowlands, forests, plains, and wetlands. A low floodplain covers the south, central, and east, ending at the Caspian Sea, much of it below sea level. Baku, the capital city, sits on the Apsharan Peninsula, which juts hook-like into the Caspian Sea. It is approximately 28 meters or 98 feet below sea level. This makes it the lowest capital city in the world. The country's largest port in Baku is the largest port on the Caspian Sea. Baku is home to the world's first offshore oil platform, Oil Rocks. The country has more than 1,000 unlimited mineral water resources. It's sometimes called the Museum of Mineral Waters. It has more than 8,400 rivers, with only 24 of them being more than 100 kilometers or 62 miles long. The longest river is Kura, measuring 1,515 kilometers long. Other significant rivers include the Alazani, Aras, and the Mancajavir Reservoir which is the largest inland body of water. Azerbaijan has 400 of the 1,000 known-to-exist mud volcanoes in the world. It is also home to two of the largest mud volcanoes in the world. Mud volcanoes are also known as sedimentary volcanoes. They can have a maximum diameter of around 10 kilometers, or 6 miles, and a maximum height of 700 meters, or 2,300 feet. Unlike hot lava-spewing volcanoes, mud volcanoes can be very cold, even near freezing. In 2001, Azerbaijan experienced a mud volcano eruption with an explosion at the height of almost 300 meters tall, or nearly 1,000 feet. It spewed a lot of mud surrounded by dense black smoke, which was visible from 15 kilometers or 9 miles away. Natural hazards are droughts. Environment The country is a party to many international agreements. Some are Climate Change Kyoto Protocol, Climate Change Paris Agreement, Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban, Endangered Species, Hazardous Wastes, and Ozone Layer Protection. The current environmental problems result in part from the effects of the economic priorities and practices of the former Soviet Union. General mismanagement of the country's resources has resulted in a serious threat to several areas of the environment. UN agencies report severe air and water pollution, with the country ranking among the 50 nations with the world's highest level of carbon dioxide emissions. Current Issues of Concern Local scientists consider the Absheron Peninsula and the Caspian Sea to be the ecologically most devastated area in the world because of severe air, soil, and water pollution. Soil pollution results from oil spills, from the use of DDT pesticide, and from toxic defoliants used in the production of cotton. Surface and underground water are polluted by untreated municipal and industrial wastewater and agricultural runoff. Vegetation There are more than 4,500 species of higher plants. 68% of the species growing in the whole Caucasus region can be found in Azerbaijan. Wildlife The national animal, the Karabakh horse, is a mountain steppe racing horse endemic to Azerbaijan. It is highly prized and especially known for its good temper, speed, elegance, and intelligence. It is one of the oldest breeds with ancestry dating to the ancient world, but today it is an endangered species. There are 106 species of mammals, 97 species of fish, 363 species of birds, 10 species of amphibians, and 52 species of reptiles. Some animals in the country are foxes, tortoises, jackals, ducks, sandpipers, gazelles, jungle cats, badgers, eagles, falcons, tree frogs, Caspian turtles, snakes, wolves, partridges, swans, spoonbills, teals, pelicans, ibises, geese, and flamingos. As of 2001, 11 species of mammals, 8 species of birds, 5 species of fish, and 13 species of reptiles were endangered. Endangered animals include the Caspian seal, It is native to the rocky shorelines and islands of the Caspian Sea. This small, earless seal has become endangered from disease, pollution, habitat degradation, and overhunting. While about 100,000 still remain in the wild, numbers have declined from a peak of 1.5 million in the early 20th century. They continue to decline by a few percent per year. The Persian Leopard Once common throughout the Caucasus and Western Asia, the Persian leopard is in danger of becoming extinct. About 1,000 of them remain in the wild, only a few of which actually reside in Azerbaijan. Protected by law, they can be found in the country's wildlife refuges. The Persian gazelle. This is an endangered subspecies of the goitered gazelle, which derives its name from the male's enlarged neck and throat pouch in the breeding season. A million goitered gazelles once roamed the deserts and semi-deserts of the Middle East and Central Asia, but now only about 100,000 to 150,000 of them remain. The Persian sturgeon Among the largest fishes in the world, the Persian sturgeon is endemic to the Caspian Sea and some surrounding freshwater rivers. Since they mature so slowly, most sturgeons suffer greatly from overfishing. Both their flesh and their eggs are highly prized. As a result, they're now in danger of becoming extinct. Two other endangered sturgeon are the barbel sturgeon and the Evaz black sea sturgeon. A few others to mention are the beluga, the Apollo butterfly, and the Armenian birch mouse. The most dangerous animals include two kinds of venomous snakes, the horned viper and the caucasus pit viper, and the brown bear. There are 16 nature reserves and more than 28 forest reserves and hunting farms. People Ethnic groups include Azerbaijani at 91.6%, Lesgin at 2%, Russian 1.3%, Armenian 1.3%, Talish 1.3%, and Other at 2.4%. The languages spoken are Azeri at 92.5%, Russian at 1.4%, Armenian 1.4%, and Other at 4.7%. Azeri is like modern Turkish and is traditionally written in Arabic script, but the Soviets introduced a Cyrillic alphabet in 1939. It is presently written in a modified Latin alphabet. Many Azeris can speak Russian. There's basically no migration into the country the Azerbaijani population of Nagorno-Karabakh and a large number of Azeris who had been living in Armenia were driven to Azerbaijan in the late 1980s and 1990s. It is believed that about 13 million Azeris live in Iran. The national anthem forcefully portrays the country as a land of heroes, ready to defend their country with their blood. Religion Most of the country's population, 97%, is Muslim, predominantly Shia, but the constitution doesn't declare an official religion and all major political forces in the country are secularist. About 3% of the population is Christian, Russian Orthodox, and Armenian Apostolics. Other groups in smaller numbers are Molokans, Baha'is, and Krishnas. Religious affiliation for the majority is largely nominal, the percentages actually practicing are likely much lower. Before the establishment of Soviet power in Azerbaijan, there were 2,000 mosques in the country. However, most of these were closed in the 1930s. Mosques are still important for performing funeral services. Ramadan, Ramadan Bairam, and Gurban Bairam, the Feast of Sacrifice, are not widely observed, especially in urban areas. Muharram is the period when there are restrictions on celebrations. Ashur is the day when the killing of the first Shia imam, Husayen, who is regarded as a martyr, is commemorated by men and boys beating their backs with chains while the people watching them, including women, beat their chests with their fists. This ritual was not introduced until the early 1990s, and it attracts an increasing number of people. People go to the mosques to pray and light candles and visit the tombs of peer, or holy men, to make a wish. Although people increasingly follow Islamic tradition, owing to the lack of organized religious education, people's beliefs about the afterlife are not clearly defined. The idea of paradise and hell is prominent, and martyrs are believed to go to heaven. After a death, the first and subsequent four Thursdays as well as the 3rd, 7th, and 40th days and the one-year anniversary are commemorated. When there is too little space, a tent is put up in front of people's homes for the guests. Men and women usually sit in separate rooms, food and tea are served, and the Quran is read. Christianity is officially recognized. All religious communities are required to register to be allowed to meet under the risk of imprisonment. This registration is often denied. Racial discrimination contributes to the country's lack of religious freedom, since many of the Christians are ethnic Armenian or Russian rather than Azeri Muslim. Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, and Voice of America are banned in Azerbaijan. Discrimination against LGBT people in Azerbaijan is widespread. History Azerbaijan was inhabited and invaded by different peoples throughout its history. History and at different times came under Christian, pre-Islamic, Islamic, Islamic, Persian, Turkish, and Russian influence. In official presentations, the Christian kingdom of Caucasian Albania, which is not related to Albania in the Balkans, and the state of Atropatina, are regarded as the beginnings of the formation of the Azerbaijani nationality. As a result of Arab invasions, the 8th and 9th centuries are seen as marking the start of Islamization. The invasions of the Seljuk Turkish dynasty introduced the Turkish language and customs. From the 13th century onward, it is possible to find examples of literature and architecture that today are considered important parts of the national heritage. The local dynasty of Shirvan Shah's 6th to 16th centuries left a concretely visible mark in Azari history in the form of their palace in Baku. Until the 18th century, Azerbaijan was controlled by neighboring powers and was invaded repeatedly. In the 19th century, Iran, the Ottoman Empire, and Russia took an interest in Azerbaijan. Russia invaded Azerbaijan, and with the 1828 treaty borders, almost identical to the current borders, the country was divided between Iran and Russia. The rich oil fields in Baku that were opened in the mid-19th century attracted Russians, Armenians, and a few Westerners such as the Nobel Brothers. Most of the oil companies were in Armenian hands, and many Azeri rural inhabitants who came to the city as workers joined the socialist movement. Despite international solidarity between the workers during strikes in 1903-1914, tension existed between Armenian and Azeri laborers, with the Azeris being less skilled and thus worse paid. The discontent exploded in bloody ethnic conflicts in the period of 1905-1918. to 1918. The fall of the Russian monarchy and the revolutionary atmosphere fed the development of national movements. On May 28, 1918, the independent Azerbaijan Republic was established and became the first secular-democratic Muslim-majority state. The Red Army subsequently invaded Baku, and in 1922, Azerbaijan became part of the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. In November 1991, Azerbaijan regained its independence. It adopted its first constitution in November of 1995. Azerbaijan is one of the six modern, independent Turkic states. Current Political and Humanitarian Issues Azerbaijan scores 10 out of 100 and is considered not free, according to Freedom House. Power in Azerbaijan's authoritarian regime remains heavily concentrated in the hands of Ilham Aliyev, who has served as president since 2003, and his extended family. The government eliminated presidential term limits in a 2009 referendum. OSCE observers noted shortcomings in the election, including a restrictive political environment, limits on fundamental freedoms, a lack of genuine competition, and ballot box stuffing. Corruption is rampant, and the formal political opposition has been weakened by years of persecution. The authorities have carried out an extensive crackdown on civil liberties in recent years, leaving little room for independent expression or activism. Azerbaijani authorities sought to restrict media freedom and limit online discussion regarding the COVID-19 pandemic. Several journalists received prison sentences or detention for reporting on the crisis, while some Internet users were forced to remove material critical of the government's pandemic response from social media platforms and websites. Restrictive laws continue to prevent non-governmental organizations or NGOs From operating independently. Reports of torture and ill treatment persisted throughout the year. Azerbaijan and its neighbor, Armenia, have been in conflict over a territory inside of Azerbaijan known as Nagorno Karabakh, which consists of mainly ethnic Armenians. After Nagorno Karabakh declared its independence as a self declared autonomous region in 1991, an estimated 30,000 people were killed and a million left their homes. At the end of the war, backed by Armenia, ethnic Armenian militia gained control of the region, with a ceasefire being signed in 1994. However, tension arose between Azerbaijan and Armenia once again in 2014 for a short while. On September 27, 2020, Azerbaijan launched a military offensive that escalated hostilities between Azerbaijan and Armenia and the de facto authorities in Nagorno-Karabakh. Tens of thousands of people fled Nagorno-Karabakh in response to the fighting. A Russia-brokered truce ended six weeks of fighting on November 10, with Armenia ceding control over several territories to Azerbaijan and without defining the political status of Nagorno-Karabakh. Russia deployed peacekeeping forces to oversee the ceasefire it negotiated. The warring parties committed violations of international humanitarian law that unlawfully harmed civilians. During the fighting, Azerbaijan forces launched large airdropped munitions and fired rockets that lacked the capacity to be targeted with precision into populated areas. Attacks on dual-purpose infrastructure, such as power stations, may have caused excessive harm to the civilian population, and in addition to striking military targets, Some attacks damaged schools, private residences and businesses, and hospitals, and interrupted regular supply of services such as power, gas, and water to civilians. Azerbaijan's military also used banned cluster munitions in populated areas, resulting in civilian casualties. Cluster munitions have been banned because of their widespread indiscriminate effect and long-lasting danger to civilians. In a serious violation of humanitarian law, Azerbaijani soldiers subjected Armenian prisoners of war to physical abuse and acts of humiliation, which were filmed and shared widely online. Another issue to note, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, and Russia ratified the Caspian Seabed delimitation treaties based on equidistance, while Iran continues to insist on a one-fifth slice of the sea. Also, bilateral talks continue with Turkmenistan on dividing the seabed and contested oil fields in the middle of the Caspian. Internally displaced people of Azerbaijan include 735,000. This is with the conflict with Armenia over Nagorno-Karabakh. These IDPs are mainly ethnic Azerbaijanis, but also include ethnic Kurds, Russians, and Turks, predominantly from occupied territories around Nagorno Karabakh. It also includes IDPs' descendants, returned IDPs, and people living in insecure areas, and excludes people displaced by natural disasters. Around half the IDPs live in the capital, Baku. The number of stateless persons is 3,585. There is limited illicit cultivation of cannabis and opium poppy, mostly for CIS consumption. It is a transit point for Southwest Asian opiates bound for Russia and, to a lesser extent, the rest of Europe. Human traffickers exploit domestic and foreign victims in Azerbaijan and exploit Azerbaijanis abroad. Azerbaijani men and boys experience forced labor domestically and in Qatar, Russia, and the United Arab Emirates. Azerbaijani women and children are subjected to sex trafficking Domestically and in Iran, Malaysia, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Turkey, and the UAE, United Arab Emirates. Azerbaijan is a destination country for sex and forced labor trafficking victims from China, Russia, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Ukraine, and Uzbekistan. Some children are exploited domestically for forced begging and forced labor as roadside vendors and at tea houses and wedding venues. The country is on the Tier 2 watch list. Azerbaijan does not fully meet the minimum standards for elimination of trafficking, but is making significant efforts to do so. More traffickers were convicted and judges received guidance to issue stricter sentences. The government significantly increased funding for victim protection by establishing grants for civil society. However, authorities identified fewer victims than in the previous year, did not regularly screen vulnerable populations, and continued to lack proactive identification methods, resulting in victims being penalized for unlawful acts traffickers compelled them to commit. Known terrorist groups include Islamic State of Iraq and Asham, or ISIS. It is a member of the United Nations, IMF or International Monetary Fund, and NATO. Government it is a unitary, semi-presidential republic. Unitary means it has state which governs as a single entity. Semi-presidential means it's a government in which a president exists alongside a prime minister and a cabinet. Republic means the power is held by the people in their elected representatives. There are 68 districts and 11 cities. It has a civil law system. Universal suffrage is at 18 years of age. The President is directly elected by absolute majority popular vote in two rounds, if needed, for a seven-year term, eligible for unlimited terms. A constitutional amendment in 2016 increased the presidential terms from five to seven years. The Prime Minister and First Deputy Prime Minister are appointed by the President and confirmed by the National Assembly. In 2016, the post of first Vice President and additional Vice Presidents were introduced. The Legislative Branch It's a unicameral National Assembly with 125 seats, members being directly elected in single-seat constituencies by simple majority vote to serve five-year terms. Judicial Branch The Supreme Court consists of the Chairman, Vice Chairman, and 23 Judges, The Constitutional Court consists of nine judges. The Supreme Court judges are nominated by the President and appointed by the National Assembly. The judges are appointed for ten years. The Constitutional Court Chairman and Deputy Chairman are appointed by the President and appointed by the National Assembly to serve single 15-year terms. The subordinate courts include the Courts of Appeal and the District and Municipal Courts. There are roughly 15 different political parties. There is compulsory military service between the ages of 18 and 35, with a service obligation of 18 months or 12 months for university graduates. The age for voluntary service starts at 17, with those aged 17 considered on active duty while at cadet military schools. For military and security forces, there are land forces, These are Combined Arms-Army. There's Air Forces, Navy Forces, Ministry of Internal Affairs, State Border Service, which includes the Coast Guard, and Internal Security Troops. There are approximately 65,000 total active troops, 55,000 in the Army, 2,000 in the Navy, 8,000 in the Air Force, approximately 15,000 Ministry of Internal Affairs Troops. The inventory of the Azerbaijan military is comprised mostly of Russian and Soviet-era weapon systems, with a smaller mix of equipment from other countries. Since 2010, Russia is the leading supplier of arms to Azerbaijan, followed by Israel and Turkey. For military deployments, there are 120 in Afghanistan through NATO. Citizenship Citizenship is granted by birth in the country. It allows citizenship by descent only. It doesn't recognize dual citizenship. Residency requirement for naturalization is five years. Economy The main economic driver is oil exports via three different pipelines. In recent years, declining oil prices, higher inflation, a weakened banking sector, and two sharp currency devaluations contributed to economic decline. In May 2017, Baku allowed the majority-state-owned International Bank of Azerbaijan, the nation's largest bank, to default on some of its outstanding debt and file for restructuring in Azerbaijan courts. The bank also filed in United States and United Kingdom bankruptcy courts to have its restructuring recognized in their respective jurisdictions. Pervasive public and private sector corruption and structural economic inefficiencies remain a drag on long-term growth, particularly in non-energy sectors. Several other obstacles impede Azerbaijan's economic progress, including the need for more foreign investment in the non-energy sector and continuing conflict with Armenia over the Nagorno-Karabakh region. While trade with Russia and the other former Soviet republics remains important, Azerbaijan has expanded trade with Turkey and Europe and is seeking new markets for non-oil and gas exports, mainly in the agricultural sector with Gulf Cooperation Council member countries, the U.S. and others. It is also improving Baku Airport and the Caspian Seaport of Alat for use as a regional transportation and logistics hub. Agricultural products include milk, wheat, potatoes, barley, tomatoes, watermelons, cotton, silk, apples, maize, and onions. Cattle, goats, and sheep are the major sources of meat and dairy products. Fish, especially sturgeon, and black caviar are produced in the Black Sea region, but severe pollution has weakened this sector. The Caspian Sea is Azerbaijan's principal fishing resource. Commercial fishing traditionally centered on caviar and sturgeon. Industries include petroleum and petroleum products, natural gas, oil field equipment, steel, iron ore, cement, chemicals and petrochemicals, and textiles. There is a strong carpet weaving tradition in addition to the traditional manufacturing of jewelry, copper products, and silk. The silk produced in the country is known all over the world. Land Use 57.6% is used for agricultural purposes, 11.3% is forest, and 31.1% is other. Exports $13.7 billion in United States value. Top exports in 2020 were petroleum and petroleum products, natural gas, gold, tomatoes, fruit, and cotton. Major export partners are Italy, Turkey, Russia, Greece, and Croatia. Imports $10.7 billion in U.S. value Top imports in 2020 were motor vehicles, medicaments, wheat and meslin, transmission apparatus for radio telephony, radio broadcasting or television, and cameras, and petroleum oils. Major import partners are Russia, Turkey, China, USA, and Germany. Unemployment rate for 2020 was 6.27%. The population below the poverty line in 2015 was 4.9%. 2021 Index of Economic Freedom is 70.1 out of 100 and is considered mostly free in this index. It is ranked 23rd among 45 countries in the Europe region and its overall score is equal to the regional average but above the world average. To maintain this status, the government will need to build on progress it made this year on the three index rule-of-law indicators—property rights, judicial effectiveness, and government integrity. Urbanism and Architecture The highest population density is found in the far eastern area of the country in and around Baku. Apart from smaller urbanized areas, the rest of the country has a light and evenly distributed population. About 56.8% of the total population lives in urban areas. There are 2.371 million living in the capital, Baku. In the Soviet period, there was no private land because of the presence of state owned collective farms. As part of the general transition to a market economy, privatization laws for land have been introduced. Houses and apartments also are passing into private ownership. Baku is a city of skyscrapers. The Flame of Towers, the tallest skyscrapers in Azerbaijan, are completely covered with LED screens that display the movement of a fire visible from the farthest points of the city. A man made waterway flows through Baku between shops, restaurants, and other places of entertainment. The Haydar Aliyev Center designed by prize-winning architect Zaha Hadid, contains two ornamental pools and an artificial lake. Family and Households The basic household is either a nuclear family or a combination of two generations in one household. In urban areas, newlyweds often live with the man's parents or, if necessary, the woman's parents. Women engage in food preparation, child-rearing, carpet-weaving, and other tasks while men take care of the animals and do the physically demanding tasks. Relatives may live nearby, in rural areas, but if in cities, they are more dispersed. On special occasions such as weddings and funerals, relatives gather to help with preparations. It is common for relatives in rural areas to support those in urban areas with agricultural and dairy products while people in the cities support their rural relatives with goods from the city and by giving them accommodation when they're in the city as well as helping them in matters involving bureaucracy, health care, and children's education. Inheritance is regulated by law with children inheriting equally from their parents. Males may inherit the family house if they live with their parents. Then they may decide to compensate their sisters. Marriage Most married women are expected to stay home and take care of the house and children. Most single women live with their parents until they're married. Child-rearing Parents interact with their babies while attending to their daily chores and prefer to keep babies calm and quiet. What is considered appropriate behavior for children is dependent on gender. Although children of all ages are expected to be obedient to their parents and older people in general, Misbehavior by boys is more likely tolerated. Girls are encouraged to help their mothers and to be more respectful. Etiquette While eating, the fork is held in the left hand and the knife in the right. Guests do not serve themselves, they are served by others. In urban areas, men and women eat together at large, social gatherings, but they eat separately in rural areas. Issues relating to sex and the body usually are not talked about openly in public. Depending on the age of the speaker, some men may refrain from using words such as pregnant. If they must use them, they apologize. It is not considered proper for adults to openly mention going to the bathroom. While in private homes, one would ask directions to the bathroom. Women seldom smoke in public or at parties or at gatherings, and an Azari woman smoking on the street would be looked down on. To show respect for the elderly, it's important not to smoke in front of older people of both genders. Bodily contact between the same sexes is usual as a part of interaction while talking or in the form of walking arm-in-arm. Men usually greet each other by shaking hands and exchanging hugs if they haven't seen each other in a long while. Depending on the degree of familiarity, it may be appropriate just to nod when greeting, In urban settings, it's not unusual for a man to kiss a woman's hand as a sign of reverence. A kiss on the cheek is common between two women who know each other, a light handshake when meeting for the first time. Between men and women, it is best to allow the woman to extend her hand before trying to shake it. Then a light handshake is appropriate. Always use your right hand to shake if possible. The awareness of personal space is greater between the sexes. Men and women prefer not to stand close to each other in lines or crowded places. However, all these trends depend on age, education, and family background. It is unacceptable for religiously observant men and women to touch others of the opposite sex in greeting. Azeris don't generally point with one finger as it can seem rude, but with the whole hand. A hand held palm up and shaken back and forth asks a question. Don't put your thumb and pointer finger together to make a circle like the American OK sign, as it is an obscene gesture. Avoid slapping the palm of your hand on your closed fist, as this is an obscene sign. Putting your thumb between your pointer and middle finger in a fist, like I got your nose, or a T in sign language, is considered obscene. Crossing your legs to show the sole of your foot is considered rude. Take your shoes off before entering mosques and most people's homes. If someone offers you tea, accept it. It's proper to refuse a gift twice and accept on the third offering, and gifts should be accepted on the third time. Culture There is a tendency toward achieving higher status when Western dress and urban manners are followed versus the rural style. During the Soviet period, those who spoke Russian with an Azeri accent were looked down on, since this usually implied being from a rural area or having gone to an Azeri school. By contrast, today, the ability to speak literary Azeri carries a high value, since it points to a learned family that has not lost its Azeri identity. Azeris tend to be direct, and the command form is most typical in communication. However, it is best not to be too direct when it comes to personal opinions. Direct eye contact tends to be the norm. Time is not strictly kept. People will be late, but will give their time freely as well. Public transportation tends to leave when it leaves, with smaller transport modes leaving when they are full and charter buses more promptly. Hospitality is a major aspect of the culture. Food and shelter will be offered even at great expense of the host. Eating in restaurants is not common, but when someone is invited to eat out, the host pays the entire bill and the tip. Women will not go to restaurants or tea houses by themselves, except for in Baku. An exception to that is the foreign women. They will go to restaurants alone, but not to tea houses. Azeri women will not drink alcohol except possibly a small amount of wine in the home on a special occasion. This is generally true for foreign women as well, with wine being okay, but not beer or vodka. Again, the exception is in Baku or other major cities. Women may work outside the home, but are generally teachers or nurses. Foreign women should be aware of being propositioned. Can I get to know you? is a phrase commonly used to pick up a prostitute. Legal Issues There is no minimum drinking age. Even though it is predominantly Muslim in this country, alcohol is readily available. Penalties for possession, use, or trafficking in illegal drugs are severe, and convicted offenders can expect long jail sentences and heavy fines. Doing Business Business people tend to dress well, opting for more formal styles. For men, suits and ties. Darker colors are the way to go. For women, conservative yet stylish is a good choice. Long skirts at least to just below knees with a nice top. Foreign or younger women can often wear pants, but not always. Avoid wearing overly expensive accessories, dresses or skirts cut above the knee, and sleeveless attire to a first meeting. Business casual and more relaxed styles may be appropriate in some industries. It is common to address people by their first names followed by a title. Arriving on time for meetings is important. Beginning with small talk helps establish a base for the relationship, after which discussion of business matters can begin. It is best to allow your host to begin the business discussion. Appropriate small talk topics include family, sports, Azari food, and places of interest. Avoid talking and asking about politics, drugs, sex, and religion. Meetings can go on for longer than scheduled. Decisions tend to be reached from the top down and can take a while. Be prepared to have several meetings to reach a final decision. Gifts are not usually brought to a first business meeting. If invited to an Azari home, it is appropriate to bring fruit, pastries, and or flowers. Avoid bringing alcohol. It is best to wrap gifts nicely and do not expect them to be opened right away. Education. Higher education has always been important for Azarees. This is something that makes prospective marriage mates more desirable. Parents go to great lengths to pay any costs incurred associated with admission to schools. The universities and institutions of higher education from the Soviet era have been joined by new private universities. The Academy of Sciences has traditionally been the site of basic research in many fields. Financial difficulties mean that all research is subject to constraints, but oil-related subjects are given a high priority. State funds are limited, and international funds are obtained by institutions and individual scientists. The literacy rate is 99.8% of the population. Health care. Western medicine is very widely used, along with herbal remedies, and people visit psychics and healers. The sick may be taken to visit a pur or a Muslim spiritual guide to help them recover. Drinking water in urban areas is improved for 100% of the population, whereas it is unimproved for 12.6% of the population in rural areas. Obesity is at 19.9%. The life expectancy at birth is 70.79 years for males and 77.15 years for females. The infant mortality rate is 24.1 deaths out of 1,000 live births. Food For breakfast, people generally have tea accompanied by bread with butter, cheese, or marmalade. The midday meal could be a soup of vegetables or meat, followed by pilaf, potatoes, some form of meat or macaroni. The evening meal is similar to the midday meal, but without the soup. Dinners end with sherbet or tea, preserves, and pastries. Tea is part of most social occasions and is served in various ways. Jam, mint, rosewater, and lemon are often added to give it extra rich flavor. In rural areas, there's a tradition of baking flat white bread, lavash. Stuffed peppers and grape leaves and soups also are part of daily meals. Different types of green herbs, including coriander, parsley, dill, and spring onions are served during meals as a garnish and as a salad. Pork is not popular because of Islamic dietary rules. Borscht, soup, and other Russian dishes are a part of the cuisine. Some Popular Dishes Yarpak Dolmasi A savory meal consisting of vine leaves stuffed with chopped meat, onions, rice, salt, pepper, butter, and fresh herbs such as coriander, dill, and mint. Dolma belongs to a family of stuffed dishes from the cuisines of the former Ottoman Empire and neighboring regions, such as Russia, Middle East, the Caucasus, and Central and South Asia. Locals claim that Azerbaijan has the best dolma in the world, and the reasoning behind it is that the grapevines originated in the mountainous valleys of their country. Yarpak dolmasi is usually consumed in the afternoon or evening, for late lunch or dinner. Shah Pilaf Basmati rice is cooked and then placed inside a bowl lined with lavash, a thin and soft wheat-based flatbread. Layers of dried apricots, plums, chestnuts, and raisins are added on top of the rice to create a unique blend of textures and flavors. Buglama. This consists of lamb pieces that are stewed with onions, tomatoes, peppers, and a variety of spices including black pepper and bay leaves, and a small amount of liquid. Kutab. Similar in shape to a quesadilla, it is made with paper-thin dough, stuffed with a variety of ingredients, folded, and usually baked in a traditional Azerbaijani frying pan. Three of the most common fillings are meat, lamb being the national favorite, a mixture of green vegetables, and squash. Most commonly, it is consumed in between meals, as a nutritious snack. Before kutab is served, it is usually cut into smaller triangles and garnished with sumac, parsley, pomegranate seeds, or chopped walnuts. Domates dolmasi is a traditional Turkish dish that's also popular in Azerbaijan. It consists of stuffed and cooked tomatoes. The tomatoes are stuffed with a combination of ground lamb, rice, onions, parsley, olive oil, mint, and seasonings. They are then placed upright in a big pan and cooked until tender, and the stuffing is fully cooked. Once done, the stuffed tomatoes can be topped with a sauce, consisting of the flesh of scooped tomatoes, red pepper paste, and olive oil. Garnish the dish with red pepper flakes and serve it with a bowl of plain yogurt on the side for the best experience. Badambura is a popular Azerbaijani pastry consisting of several layers of flaky dough filled with almonds, sugar, and ground cardamom. It is usually brushed with egg wash and baked until it develops a golden brown color. This flavorful dessert is traditionally prepared for the spring holiday called navruz, although it can be consumed throughout the year. Plov, sometimes called pilaf or pilau, is a dish made from steamed rice topped with various items such as chicken, lamb, dried fruit, or milk. Lula kebab is a unique kebab variety popular throughout the Caucasus region. It typically consists of ground lamb combined with finely chopped onions. The mixture is seasoned with salt and black pepper, then skewered and grilled. Other types of meat, such as fish and poultry, can also be used in the preparation of lula. What makes this kebab variety so unique is the process of kneading the meat for a long time so that it becomes denser and does not fall apart. The dish dates to the 2nd century, and it was even praised by the famous Roman historian Pliny the Elder, as well as the famous Roman scientist Ptolemy. Dovka This is a soup made by cooking yogurt with a variety of fresh herbs such as dill, mint, and coriander. It can be served either cold in the summer as a refreshment or warm in the winter. If it's served chilled, it's often ladled into traditional deep bowls called kasa, placed right next to the serving plates for the main dish. Unlike regular soups, Azerbaijani soups are more concentrated and denser in consistency. Dovga is also traditionally served at the wedding tables, not as a first course but between meat dishes. Arts The sentiments associated with music in Azerbaijan are very strong. Azeris regard themselves as a highly musical nation, and this is reflected in both folk and Western musical traditions. People from all sectors of society participate in and perform music of different styles. There has been a jazz revival in Baku in recent years. Pop is popular. Another form is mugam, which is a traditional vocal and instrumental style developed in Azerbaijan. It is not unusual to find children who play piano in their village homes. Traditional string, wind, and percussion instruments are widely used. Some of these are the balaban, which is a double-reed wind instrument resembling the fife, the tar, which is similar to a lute, and the kamancha, a bowed string instrument. Examples of literature are the book of Didi Corkut, and the Zoroastrian Avesta, which was written down in the 15th century, but dates to an earlier time are among the oldest examples of oral literature. These are recitations of historical events in a highly ornamented language. There were many poets between the 12th and 16th centuries. There have been novelists and playwriters. The tradition of painted miniatures was important in the 19th century, while the 20th century was marked by examples of Soviet social realism and Azarii folklore. Some of the widely recognized painters were Satar bakhuzade with landscapes, Tahir Salakov with Western and Soviet styles, Togrul Narim Ambekov, who made use of figures from traditional Azarii folktales depicted in very rich colors, and Rasim Babaev, with his own style of primitivism with hidden allegories on the Soviet regime, featuring non-human characters inspired by folktales and legends. The film industry in Azerbaijan dates to 1898. In fact, Azerbaijan was among the first countries involved in cinematography. In December 2000, the former president of Azerbaijan, Haydar Aliyev, signed a decree proclaiming August 2nd the professional holiday of filmmakers of Azerbaijan. Celebrations and Holidays New Year's on January 1st Commemoration of the Victims Killed by Soviet Troops in Baku in 1990, January 20th International Women's Day, March 8th Navruz, March 20-24 through 24. This is the new year and the oldest national holiday. It's an old Persian holiday celebrated on the day of the vernal equinox and is also celebrated in 11 other countries. This holiday is accompanied by extensive cleaning and cooking in homes. At this time, children jump over small bonfires and celebrations are also held in public spaces. Victory Day on May 9th. This is inherited from the Soviet period. Republic Day. On May 28th, and this was in 1918 originally, it's the founding of the Democratic Republic of Azerbaijan. Armed Forces Day on October 9th, State Sovereignty Day, October 18th, Constitution Day, November 12th, Day of Renaissance, November 17th, and Day of Solidarity of World Azeris, December 31st. Sports Freestyle wrestling has been traditionally regarded as Azerbaijan's national sport, in which Azerbaijan won up to 14 medals, including four golds since joining the International Olympic Committee. Currently, football is the most popular sport. Azerbaijan is one of the traditional powerhouses of world chess. Having hosted many international chess tournaments and competitions and became European Team Chess Championship winners, in 2009, 2013, and 2017. Azerbaijan Women's Volleyball Super League is one of the strongest women leagues in the world. Its women's national team came in fourth at the 2005 European Championship. Transportation There are 42 registered air carriers. There are 23 airports. There are 2,944 kilometers or 1,829 miles of railways. There are 24,981 kilometers or 15,522 miles of roadways. There are 89 kilometers or 55 miles of condensate pipeline. Both dry and wet gas contain vaporized liquid hydrocarbons whose density or gravity is much less than crude oil. Condensates are the liquid form of these hydrocarbons that take their name from the process of removing them from the gas stream by processing with specific temperature and pressure. There are 3,890 kilometers or 2,417 miles of gas pipelines and 2,446 kilometers or 1,520 miles of oil pipelines. There are 303 merchant marine vessels, 38 general cargo, 45 oil tankers, and 220 other. Communications It has 16.52 fixed telephone line subscriptions per 1,000 inhabitants. It has 106.13 mobile telephone subscribers per 100 inhabitants. The telecommunication systems are under state control. The government has launched e-school and e-service programs. LTE supports most data traffic while mobile broadband subscribership grows rapidly. Fixed-line broadband market has a slight upward trend. Broadband-fixed subscriptions are at about 20% of the population. Internet access is expensive and suffers from outages and intentional government disruption. The Internet is used by 80% of the population. The country imports broadcasting equipment from Russia. There are two satellite Earth stations. There are three state-run and one public TV channels. There are four domestic commercial TV stations and about 15 regional TV stations. Cable TV services are available in Baku. There is one state-run and one public radio network operating along with a small number of private commercial radio stations. All broadcast media is pro-government, and most private broadcast media outlets are owned by entities directly linked to the government. Energy 100% of the population has electricity. The country produces 23.57 billion kilowatt-hours. It consumes 20.24 kilowatt-hours. It exports 265 million kilowatt-hours. It imports 114 million kilowatt-hours. It produces 84% of its electricity from fossil fuels, 0% from nuclear fuels, 14% from hydroelectric plants, and 2% from other renewable sources. It produces 798,000 BBL per day of crude oil, It exports 718,800 BBL per day and imports none. It has 7 billion BBL of crude oil reserves. It produces 138,900 BBL per day of refined petroleum products. It consumes 100,000 BBL per day. It exports 46,480 BBL per day and imports 5,576 BBL per day. It produces 16.96 billion cubic meters of natural gas. It consumes 10.34 billion cubic meters. It exports 8.042 billion cubic meters and imports 2.095 billion cubic meters. It has 991 billion cubic meters of natural gas reserves. A 1,100-mile oil pipeline runs from Baku to Sehan, or southern Turkey, which was built between 2002 and 2006. Travel The capital city of Baku is one of the prime tourist destinations of the Caucasus region. Its old city, with the Shirvan Shah Palace, dating back to the 15th to 16th centuries, is especially popular. Other attractions include the Museum of History, the State Arts Museum, and Surakhani Temple of Fire. Surakhani Temple of Fire, which was built by Hindu, Sikh, and Parsi traders from the Indian subcontinent during the 17th and 18th centuries. A is a fire temple with its central stone shrine on a pocket of natural gas. The present structure was built around 1713, and the central shrine was funded by the merchant Garand in 1810. The Absheron Peninsula is noted for its shallow oil deposits, which trigger natural oil fires. Zoroastrianism has a long history in Azerbaijan, and the region was considered sacred by Zoroastrians due to these natural fires. Scholars have speculated that the temple may have been an ancient Zoroastrian shrine, which was destroyed by invading Islamic armies during the Muslim conquest of Persia and its neighboring regions. The complex was converted into a museum in 1975 and receives about 15,000 visitors a year. It was nominated as a World Heritage Site in 1998 and was declared a State Historical Architectural Reserve. There's a carpet-weaving factory in the village of Nardaran and the winemaking state farm in the Shamaki region. Garasu Volcano The country has the highest number of mud volcanoes in the world, 350 of them. This one has been known to spew mud over 1,000 meters into the air. It has been described as looking like the surface of the moon. The Caspian Sea is the largest lake in the world. The water is salty yet has lower saline content than other seas and oceans. Popular activities include boat cruises, diving, and fishing. One place to visit along the banks of the Caspian Sea is Nebron Village, about three hours outside of Baku. There are many outside activities including an aqua park and a variety of swimming pools. Shirvan National Park This used to be located under the Caspian Sea and is located south of Baku. It has a semi-desert landscape where you will find sand dunes and a diverse array of wildlife, such as gazelles, turtles, hedgehogs, jungle cats, and jackals. You may see swans and flamingos. Mud volcanoes are also commonly found here. The country has three UNESCO World Heritage Sites. All will be described here. Gobustan Rock Art Cultural Landscape. This is noted for its rock carvings. The park was founded in 1966 when the region was declared a National Historic Landmark to preserve its ancient carvings and mud volcanoes. It is about 40 miles or 64 kilometers southwest of the center of Baku. It has more than 6,000 rock engravings dating back from 5,000 to 40,000 years. The site also features the remains of inhabited caves, settlements, and burials, reflecting intensive use by the area's inhabitants from the Upper Paleolithic to the Middle Ages. The rock engravings depict primitive men, animals, weapons, ritual dances, bullfights, boats with armed oarsmen, warriors with lances, camel caravans, and the sun and stars. The Historic Center of Sheki with the Khan's Palace The historic city of Sheki, also pronounced Shaki, is located at the foot of the Greater Caucasus Mountains and divided in two by the Kurjani River. While the older northern part is built on the mountain, its southern part extends into the river valley. Its historic center, rebuilt after the destruction of an earlier town by mudflows in the 18th century, is characterized by a traditional architectural ensemble of houses with high gabled roofs. Located along important historic trade routes, the city's architecture is influenced by Safavid Qajar, and Russian building traditions. The Khan Palace in the northeast of the city and several merchant houses reflect the wealth generated by silkworm breeding and the trade in silk cocoons from the late 18th to the 19th centuries. The palace features decorative tiles, fountains, and several stained-glass windows. The exterior is decorated with dark blue, turquoise, and ochre tiles in geometric patterns. The murals, colored with tempera, are inspired by the poetry of Nizami Ganjavi. Apart from being uniquely beautiful, one of the outstanding features is that no nails or glue was used in the construction of the building. Visitors will find ornate embroidery and other local handicrafts. In addition to the arts and crafts in the city, there are castles, mosques, and ancient bathhouses. The Walled City of Baku with the Shirvanshah's Palace and Maiden Tower This was built on a site inhabited since the Paleolithic period. The Walled City of Baku reveals evidence of Zoroastrian, Sasanian, Arabic, Persian, Shirvani, Ottoman, and Russian presence in cultural continuity. The inner city has preserved much of its 12th-century defensive walls. The complex contains the palace, the Shirvan Shah's residence, a mosque with minarets, a bathhouse, and the residence of Sayed Yahya Bakuvi. Construction began in 1441 and was completed in 1558. The maiden tower in the southwestern part of the walled city was built in two stages. Its bottom part is dated by most experts to the 6th to 7th centuries B.C. The tower has a total height of 29.7 meters, or 97 feet, with a diameter of 16.5 meters, or 54 feet. The wall is 5 meters, or 16 feet thick, at the bottom, tapering to 4 meters, or 13 feet at the top. The tower has 8 tiers and a 21 meter deep, or 69 foot, well. It was built by 12th-century architect Masood ibn Davud, who was probably the father of the architect of the Marga Khan Round Tower. Its foundation is believed to be a Sassanid-era Zoroastrian site. Tourism in Azerbaijan has been an important sector of the economy since the 1990s. The World Travel and Tourism Council, reported that the country is among the top 10 countries with the greatest increase in visitor exports from 2010 to 2016. The country had the world's fastest developing travel and tourism economy at 46.1% increase in 2017. There were 2,691,998 foreign visitors to the country in 2017. U.S. State Travel Advisory August 30, 2021 Do not travel to Azerbaijan due to COVID-19 and related restrictions. Reconsider travel due to terrorism concerns. Azerbaijan has a long-standing risk presented by terrorist groups who continue plotting possible attacks in Azerbaijan. Terrorists may attack with little or no warning at various public places. It is advised to not travel to the Nagorno-Karabakh region due to recent hostilities. It is also advised to exercise caution on roads near Azerbaijan's border with Armenia. Segment 3. Who is? Nizami Ganjavi The most celebrated and revered Azerbaijani in history. Not only did the 12th century poet produce some of Azerbaijan's finest literature, but his legacy also influenced global writing. Combining Romanticism and Realism, several lines of double-rhyming verses creep into his masterpieces. The collection of five poems called The Kamsa are said to be his best. Haydar Aliyev Azerbaijan's third president ruled from 1993 to 2003 and revolutionized modern Azerbaijan. After spending much of his life in the Communist Party of Azerbaijan, he eventually became leader after a political crisis threatened to bring the country to civil war. Haydar Aliyev later opened up the oil industry to international investment, which inspired the boom and funded Baku's development. Ahmad Javad He had a fruitful career as a poet, author, and activist who fought for Azerbaijan's independence in the early 20th century. With an impressive linguistic capacity, fluent in four languages, and famed for composing the national anthem, Ahmad quickly became known as an influential Azerbaijani. Aigun Kazimova. She was born in 1971, and her music career has stretched over 30 years. She currently holds the record for the highest number of best-selling singles in the country. The singer received multiple awards, both locally and on the international scene, and often gets attributed to bringing modern music to the country. Today she is a judge on a popular Azerbaijan talent show called Ozunu Tanit. Karim Karimov, Soviet space lieutenant general, only one of its kind. He had unparalleled merits in the development of cosmonautics of former USSR and Russia. He was bestowed the highest awards of USSR in connection with the first flight of the man, Y.A. Gagarin, to the moon in 1961. He had great achievements in the conquest of outer space. The sea in the moon is named after Karim Karimov. Freddie Mercury His real name was Farouk Balsara. He was in the legendary rock group Queen as a vocalist. Adil Asadov a philosopher who has authored more than 170 scientific articles in Azerbaijani, Russian, English, and German languages. The main direction of a scientific activity is creation of the philosophical pentalogy, a philosophical system that is composed of five parts, philosophy beauty, philosophy of being, philosophy of thinking, moral philosophy, and philosophy of politics. Segment 4. Who would have thought? Azerbaijan is famous for its age-old carpets, which are in great demand all over the world. They represent the country's artistic sensibilities and ability to bring together various symbols and shapes with natural colors. Most of the weavers are women. There is even a carpet museum in Baku which has the appearance of a giant rolled-up rug. Interesting info. Azerbaijan is the first democratic state in the Islam-oriented countries. It is the first Muslim country to have theater plays and operas. It is the home of two world-class chess players, Garry Kasparov and Tamar Rajabov. Garry Kasparov was undisputed world champion between 1985 and 1993. Baku is home to the world's largest Kentucky Fried Chicken. The country has the world's only miniature book museum. It even has a miniature copy of the Holy Quran from the 17th century. It was opened in 2002. There is a house in Azerbaijan made entirely out of thousands of glass bottles. Yanar Dag, often referred to as Fire Mountain, is a 10-meter long wall of fire that is said to be burning since 1950. There are enormous gas reserves, which supply the fuel for the continuous fire. This firewall has become a tourist attraction, and the mysterious flames were first spotted by Marco Polo when he first visited the region in the 13th century. There is a burning spring in the city of Estara in southern Azerbaijan. It is called Yanar Bulag. The water originating from the spring has unique high methane content, which sets it to fire when ignited. Locals believe that the spring has some remedial properties as well. There are more Azeris in Iran than in the country. When the Russian Empire annexed Azerbaijan and the rest of the Caucasus in the 19th century after the Russo-Persian War Treaty, a lot of Azeris were on the other side of the border or were forced to flee and found refuge in Muslim Iran just across the border. It is believed that up to 14 million Iranians could be of Azeri descent, while Azerbaijan only has a 9 million population. In Iran, they have maintained their language, and there are even TV stations broadcasting in Azeri. Baku has the largest flag in the world. The flag is made of silk, weighs 2 tons, and measures 100 by 50 meters, the size of a football field. On windy days, of which Baku has many, the flag is taken down as it is too risky for it to fly. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Azerbaijan in my Nations of the World podcast series. Next time we'll learn about a country which has two highly valued natural resources, pearls and oil. In fact, it was the first place where oil was found. It is no surprise that it has the world's second-highest-valued currency unit. It is also the world's least-taxed country. Please be sure to subscribe to Nations of the World podcast series so you won't miss my next episode, Bahrain. I'm excited to share that in under five months, I have hundreds of listeners from all over the world in 62 different countries. If you are enjoying the series, please consider leaving a review for Nations of the World podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also help to support my work by making a small contribution on Patreon. You can find me there at patreon.com slash nations of the world. With your review on Apple Podcasts, I will give you a shout out in my next episode. If you contribute on Patreon at the first level, you will get a shout out in my next episode and you will have the chance to submit a question you'd like to have answered in one of my upcoming podcasts. This can be a question about how I plan or produce my show, or it can be a question to be answered in one of my upcoming episodes about a particular country. If you contribute on Patreon at the second level, you'll receive the shout out and question submittal along with free access to all the episodes electronically in ebook format. These ebooks range in size from about 10,000 to 25,000 words each. You can also just purchase a single ebook in the series on Amazon in the Kindle ebook section for just 99 cents. You can find them by searching for the country name followed by Nations of the World. Thank you again for listening to my podcasts. Without your interest in the show, I would have no reason to continue producing more episodes. I have many exciting ideas on how to expand the show, which I can't wait to get to in the future. I also look forward to hearing from and interacting with my listeners to get some input, advice, and ideas on how to improve the show. Gaining knowledge about other people and their culture is often the best way to understanding who they are and why they do things a certain way. This in turn can make us less fearful of differences And hopefully, more accepting. Let's face it, we're all human and we all share the same world.